Hi, this is Jamie Crawford, Worldwide Evangelist with Breakthrough Ministries, pastor of Epicenter Church in Oklahoma City, Oklahoma. Thanks for downloading our Wow God podcast. Make sure to subscribe to get our latest podcast. We appreciate your partnership. It helps keep our ministry going. We hope you enjoy our podcast. One word from God can change our whole situation. Amen. How many believe that today? One word from God. I tell you, last, uh, this last Thursday night, we were blessed by Rick Hughes came and brought the word of God. Uh, he, he talked about taking authority. <clears throat> taking authority. If you haven't watched that video yet, it's on YouTube. Go to our YouTube page and watch it. I'm telling you, it was a powerful word. It was like he was reading my, my message for today. Preparing for the message that I have for today. And so, Rick, thank you so much. Uh, it, it was great because I was able to be here when he preached. Usually I'm preaching somewhere else and he usually fills in for us, but uh, I was able to be here and experience that anointing. And, and so thank you so much, Rick. God is expanding you. And, and I'm, I'm telling you, God is doing uh, some amazing things through Epicenter Church. Amen. How many are ready for his word today? Hallelujah. Last week I talked about steps. Our steps are ordered by the Lord. And everywhere we go, we're blessed. Amen? And today I feel I have a word for us and to prepare Epicenter Church for what is to come through Epicenter Church. What is, uh, is happening in Epicenter Church? Uh, Rick has shared a lot of what's going on uh, through miracles that have happened uh, just, just recently right here at, at our church through uh, Junior and, and through this lady that received her hearing uh, just uh, a few uh, last month. Uh, God, God performed a miracle right here at the altars. And God is doing some amazing things. All we have to do is come with an expectation. We've, every time we come, we've got to come with that expectation. God, you're going to do it today. Yeah, today's going to be the day for the miracle that I need for my life. Uh, just like I prayed in the beginning. Today's going to be the day that, God, you're going to hit the reset button Come on, you're going to hit the reset button in my life so that I can go to the next level. So that the old can fall away and that the new can begin again. And today, as I was preparing for this Word and as I was studying on the Word, and I not only studying the Word, but I was studying other evangelists and other speakers that have spoke the Word of God. And, and, and as I was doing that, uh, God just began to download more things inside of me of what God's expectation is for the church. And so today, the title of the message that the Lord has given me is entitled, Miracles. Come on, do you believe that God is the God of miracles? Hallelujah. You know, with our uh, intercessory team that has come together and, and they're, uh, you know, we'll bring prayer requests to them and I'll send them out to Miss Andrea and she sends them out to the whole team and as they begin to pray for those things, we're seeing things happen. 
We're seeing miracles happen. Uh, for the last about six months, we've been praying for my brother-in-law in, in Colorado that has been in, in and out of the hospital. He's been in the hospital for the last month, probably. Uh, was in a, uh, uh, he w- he's Pastor Dan in, in Natarita, it's, it's Iris's home church. And, and he's been in Denver, Colorado. He's been in ICU and uh, he had been on a ventilator and they just recently, last week, took him off the ventilator. We'd been praying for a miracle, for a turnaround in his life and, and found out this week, actually yesterday, I believe it was, they were, he actually stood up on the side of his bed. To God be the glory. Can I tell you, he's going to be a miracle that's coming to Oklahoma City to testify of the goodness of God. Uh, he, he was able to stand up. And, and in fact, when they took him off the ventilators and he started, uh, he just started talking. Just, uh, they couldn't get him to shut up. He just talk, 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 talk. I mean, he's a pastor, so, you know, when you get, get shut down for a while, you know, you want to you start speaking because that's all you do is speak and, and talk. And, and man, he just started rattling and started talking and started just fluently talking. And the nurses that were around him said, this, this is a miracle. He shouldn't be where he is right now. He shouldn't be talking. He shouldn't be having conversation. But God, come on. Come on, we serve a God of miracles. And God turned the whole situation around. God is bringing strength into His body. I I believe next week, whenever I come up here to the pulpit, I'm going to be saying, guess what? Pastor Dan's been walking up and down the hallways. Come on, walking right out of the intensive care unit. To God be the glory. I, I just want you to know how powerful our God is. The Bible says in Luke chapter number 1 and verse number 37, this will be my text for today. It says, Luke chapter number 1 and verse number 37 says, Nothing is impossible with God. Let me just say it in my phrase. No thing. I don't care what you're up against today. Not one thing is impossible with God. Come on, tap your neighbor and tell him nothing's impossible with my God. Nothing is impossible because we serve the God of miracles. I believe in miracles because the Word declares miracles in our lives. Come on, every, if you look in the New Testament, you'll see in the Gospels how Jesus performed miracle after miracle after miracle. Hallelujah. Not only physical miracles, but miracles in front of their eyes. I mean, He turned the, the bread and the fish. He multiplied it right there in front of everybody multiplied it. He turned the water into wine. Hallelujah. Uh, he, he performed miracle after miracle after miracle of healings, of raising the dead. Hallelujah. Lazarus was dead for four days. They done gave up on Jesus. But when Jesus showed up, He not only showed up, but He showed off. 
Because He is the God of miracles. He's never too late. He's never too early. He is always right on time. And that's exactly what happened that day. Uh, you notice whenever He went to the tomb where Lazarus was at, He hollered out, Lazarus, come forth. He could have said, everyone that's in the tomb, come forth. That would have shook up that nation. That would have shook up that region. But no, he was specific. Whenever he spoke it, he said, Lazarus, come forth. And Lazarus came out of the grave. Why? Because he's the God of miracles. And miracles still happen today. Isaiah chapter 53 verse 4, it says... Surely He took up our infirmities and carried our sorrows, yet we considered Him stricken by God, smitten by Him, and afflicted. And then you look in Mark chapter number 16 and verse number 18. They will place their hands on sick people and they will get well. How many believe that that's for today? <laughs> That we will see signs and wonders and miracles happen in this place. Somebody today, you may need a miracle. You may be watching on Facebook Live and may need a miracle. Today is your day to receive your miracle. Just as Jesus spoke it to Lazarus, I'm speaking it to you. Rise up and be healed. Come on. Rise up and be healed. It may be a dead situation. And the Lord's speaking this to you today. Rise up and be healed. Just like that word that you spoke, Rick. we got to take authority over the sickness that's in our body. Hallelujah. You know, God knows what He's doing. He knows what He's doing. See, I believe in miracles because I've experienced miracles in my life. I mean, when I got called to the ministry, I experienced a miracle that day. At seven years old. Never going into a church ever before. And when I walked into that church, I didn't realize I was going to get my calling that day. At seven years old. And whenever I went in, at the end of the service, they prayed for sick people. Come on, are you with me today? The church is still praying for sick people. And the church is still seeing miracles, signs and wonders happen when you pray. When you lay hands on the sick, they shall recover. The, the word says, they will get well. Come on, they will get well. That day, I remember the lady that they prayed for, Pastor Terry Wilburn. He prayed for him. Prayed for this lady that had a, a deaf ear. He, that lady was slain in the spirit. Never been in church before. Didn't know what that was all about. But I stand sitting right by my by Grandpa Cerny. He was the grandpa of the whole town of Kingfisher, I think. He remembered everybody's birthdays. This is before Facebook. He remembered. He'd call everybody at eight o'clock in the morning. Remember, he would remember everybody's birthday. I remember giving him my birthday. It was at the uh, Washington grade school. And, and I didn't think that I'd ever hear from him again. He said, give me your number. That was back whenever you just gave him the 53897. He only gave him about five numbers, you know. And he called me on my birthday. But I was sitting right next to him. 
And this lady's slain in the spirit and she raises up and she says, I can hear now. And that's the moment I saw my very first miracle. And that's when the Holy Spirit came upon me at seven years old and said, when you grow up, that's what you're going to do. You're going to lay hands on the sick people and they're going to recover. I, I don't know who's sick in body today, but get ready. You're about to recover today. Come on, speak recovery today. <laughs> Come on, somebody needs a recovery today. In the name of Jesus, you need recovered today. Miracles. Come on, somebody say miracles. Come on, those that need a miracle, say, I need a miracle. I've seen miracle after miracle happen. Ever since I picked up the call to preach the gospel, I've seen miracle after miracle after. I, 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 was, I remember when me and Tiffany, we went over to Africa a couple years ago. Uh, it was, I think it was her senior year. We were in Africa and I was preaching in a crusade in Africa. And I'll never forget this man came down. I asked him, I said, he came down to be prayed for. I asked him, I said, raise up both of your hands. And he raised up this hand, but he couldn't raise this hand up. I said, why can't you raise that hand up? He says, because I got this huge growth underneath my arm. It's like a tumor. And it was huge. I mean, it was bulging out. He showed it to me. He had a jacket on, but he showed it to me. And it was big. He said, I can't raise my arm up. I can only raise this one up. And I said, all I'm going to do is pray the prayer of faith over you right now. Prayed the prayer of faith. How many know it wasn't me, it's God. Man's not the healer, God's the healer. Hallelujah. I just prayed the prayer of faith. I said, can you raise your hand up yet? And he goes, no, I can't. I said, well, Jesus prayed for the blind man twice. I'm going to pray for you a second time. Come on, don't give up on a miracle. Don't give up on... on I, so many times, if it doesn't work the first time, we just throw in the towel and say, well, it wasn't for me. It wasn't God's will for me to be healed. I could have just gave up on him. No, we flew all the way over to Africa to see miracles, signs, and wonders. So I prayed for him the second time, believing that God would heal him. After I prayed for him the second time, I said, can you raise your arms up? Whom Both arms went straight in the air. To God be the glory. He looked under his arm. There was no growth at all. God totally healed his body. The, 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 the bishop of that conference of that area, Bishop Isaac, he brought him up on the stage. He asked people in the audience, who knows this guy? They, they began to tell him that guy had a growth under his arm. So they had the witnesses right there to show that God brought forth healing in that hour. And the Lord wants somebody to know today, God is about to bring healing to your situation in this hour. Hallelujah. I believe in miracles. Because the evidence verifies it. And we've seen it right here in this church. There are a lot of people that came with their arms crossed and came with an attitude to let's see what is going to happen and if anything's going to happen today. You may be saying, God, is anything going to happen today or is he just talking about it? I believe today is the day. 
You know why? Because every morning that I get up and I get ready to preach the Word of God, I'm reminded of what the Lord told me when I first got saved. He said there's going to be services after services after services where everyone, come on, everybody say everyone. Everyone in the service will be healed. Come on, I, I, I remind God of that every morning, every Sunday morning, every time I get ready to get up and preach, I remind God, God is today the day. Is today the day. We've seen cancer taken out of bodies. Hallelujah. To God be the glory. Not something that we did, but what God did. God is the miracle way maker. Hallelujah. God uses everything at His disposal in the healing process. Including physicians. I told you I did some studies on, on evangelists and, and, and Miss Catherine Kuhlman. A great anointed woman of God. Healings after healings after healings. Miracles. People getting out of wheelchairs. She stated one time, a doctor has the power and ability to set a bone. But he must wait for the divine power to heal. A surgeon can skillfully perform the most difficult of operations. He may be the master with a scalpel, using every faucet of his willing training intelligence, yet he must wait for the higher power to do the actual healing. Come on, are you with me today? <laughs> For no mere human being has ever been given the power to heal. Only God can bring forth the healing. Hallelujah. I, I believe, Edie, that day that you were in the hospital, had a heart attack. God turned your whole situation around. Why? Because there were people praying and standing in the gap. And that day, that moment, we saw a miracle happen. Come on, we have a God of miracles. We need to cash in on our benefits, church. When we come to church, we need to just say, God, today's the day I'm going to cash in. I'm going to cash uh, Psalms chapter 103. It says, cash in. On your benefits. Forget not all his benefits. You know what he's saying? He's saying cash in on the benefits. Cash in on the benefits of your, uh, uh, of your healing. Cash in on the benefits of your miracle. We need to remember what, what we call extraordinary. Is just ordinary to God. He's not surprised when you're healed. Amen? Amen? He's not surprised. I mean, when, when ten lepers came to Jesus, and Jesus healed them all, all ten of them said, go on your way. Only one came back and told him, hey, thank you Jesus for my healing. Come on, the Bible doesn't tell us what the, happened to the other nine. They could have went out and told everybody about it. It doesn't show. 
But that one came back and brought glory to the Father. So God is not surprised when the miracle begins to happen or operate in our life. How many has ever seen a miracle? Hallelujah. Maybe, God, maybe you are a miracle sitting there. What we call supernatural is just natural to the Lord. What we call a miracle is an everyday occurrence to the one who spoke the world into existence and breathed life into man. God will heal. Hallelujah. After my personal encounter with the Holy Spirit, I spent hundreds of hours in the Word of God looking up scriptures, memorizing scriptures, declaring scriptures over my life, over my family's life. God wants us to take His Word. We need to take His Word on it. Christ's death on the cross proved, provided not only our salvation, but it also provided healing. In 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 24, the Bible says, He Himself bore our sins in His body on the cross so that we might die to sins and live for righteousness. By His wounds, we have been healed. Come on, past tense. It's already been done. It's already been done. It's already been, your miracle has already been written down. Hallelujah. It is His will for you to be healed and remain healthy all the days of your life. Job chapter 5 and verse 26 says, You shall come to the grave at a full age as a sheaf of grain ripens in its season. We should live a full life to God. Why? Because God wants us to walk in healing. I mean, I look at my father-in-law. I mean, he's gone from miracle after miracle after miracle. I mean, he's still on our prayer, prayer chain that we pray for him every day. And because he still needs a miracle in his life, but he's gone from miracle after miracle. And he, re, he reminds us of the miracles that have happened in the past. And he says, if God did it in the past, he's going to do it again. Uh, can I tell somebody today, if he did it in your past, he's going to do it again. God is about to do it again and turn your whole situation around. To God be the glory. Amen. Hallelujah. And sometimes whenever he heals us, he gives us things to remember it by. My, I'm just going to share this. My father-in-law was in an accident with his hand. Was it his right hand? No, it was his left hand. And, and I, the, the, the doctor wanted to amputate his hand. And he said, no, no. He said, I don't, want it, I don't want it amputated. I mean, it was a bad cut. He says, you know, the doctor was telling him all the things that were going to go wrong. Come on. He, he said, it, what is it, gangrene could set in and, and, and it, it may not just be your hand that we have to amputate. It might be your arm we have to amputate. It's going to get bad. He said, just give me some time and let me take it before the Lord. 
He did, how many know sometimes you've got to do things by faith? He did it by faith. And I'm not telling everybody to do what he did. Okay? He just did it by faith. And the day that he said, I'll give you a certain amount of time and then you come in and I'll amputate your hand. The doctor said. And so he said, okay. But I believe my God's going to heal. And the day before that he was supposed to, the day of that he was supposed to go in to have his hand amputated. He's, he's, he sat there with his hand and he, all of a sudden he could feel circulation come back to his hand. And his hand began to move and, and, and he began to open his hand up. God was breathing life back into his hand. And, and his hand stuck just like this. With two fingers like that. And he told the Lord, he said, God, if you just heal me this much, it'll all be okay. And guess what? His fingers stuck just like that. But God totally healed his hand. But that was his remembrance. And the Lord told him, he said, that's where your faith, that's how much faith you had. Right there. How many know that sometimes God will remind us? Leave something in remembrance of what He has done for us. Totally healed. And miracle after miracle followed that in His life. Still today, God's doing miracles in His life. To God be the glory. Exodus chapter number 23 and verse 25. God promises that He will actually remove sickness from us. In Exodus 23, verse 25, and, he, and ye shall serve the Lord your God, and he shall bless thy bread and thy water, and I will take sickness away from the midst of thee. Our customs and practices do not change God's word. No matter what is surrounding us, it does not change God's word. God's word is truth. And God's word is life. The Bible says in Proverbs chapter number 4 and verse 20 and 22, it says, My son, give attention to my words, for they are life to those who find them and health to all their flesh. I, I, I'm speaking this word over somebody today that you are receiving your miracle right now. You're receiving your healing right now. See, you don't have to wait till the end of the service to get healed. You don't have to wait for that to happen, to be healed. All we got to do is speak His word. Speak His word over your life. And watch His word come to life in your life. Hallelujah. Watch Him heal your eyes. Watch Him heal your ears. Watch Him heal your spine. All we got to do is call it, watch Him heal your innermost being. Watch Him heal your heart. Watch Him heal your kidneys. Hallelujah. Watch Him heal your pancreas. Come on, are you with me today? Who, who's receiving their miracle today? Who's receiving their healing today? God wants to turn it all around for His glory. It amazes me that some Christians believe that miracles ended 
with Christ's earthly ministry. Someone said to Oral Roberts, I don't believe healing is for today. We're talking about a, a guy that went around and saw miracles, signs, and wonders. Told that to Oral Roberts. Oral Roberts picked up a pair of scissors and said, give me your Bible. He handed the Bible and the, and the scissors back to the man and said, I want you to cut out every scripture that deals with healing. The gentleman responded, I can't do that. I would be destroying the word. And Oral Roberts paused for a moment and stated, that is exactly what you do when you say God does not heal. You destroy everything that God has spoke out. If God has spoke out that by the stripes of Jesus you shall be healed, you need to walk in His healing power. Yeah, you may feel a little achiness. You need to just begin to declare it over your life. God, I'm walking in righteousness, peace, and joy in Your Holy Spirit. I'm walking in Your healing power. I'm walking in deliverance today. Hallelujah. I'm going to walk it out. I'm going to walk it out. If healings was for yesterday, only God would have said, I was. But He ever present God declared, He said, I am. I am the way, the truth, and the life in Matthew chapter number 28 and verse 20 says, I am with you always, even to the ends of the world. God says, I am the I am. The I am has spoken and the I am is saying, I'm bringing healing. Not only to your physical body, but the Lord's saying today, I'm just supposed to prophesy this and I don't know where it's coming from, but the Holy Spirit's just downloading this in my spirit. But the Lord's saying, I am about to bring healing to this land. I'm to declare that over our nation. I'm declare that over our state. I'm declaring it over our city. I'm declaring it over this world that God is bringing forth healing to this land. Hallelujah. He says, I am with you always, even to the ends of the world. He says in John chapter 14 and verse number 6, it says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. God says in Malachi chapter number 3, in verse number 6, For I am the Lord, and I do not change. Hmm. Hallelujah. <laughs> what do I tell someone when they tell me the day of miracles is over? I tell them there is no such day there's no such day. Miracles are for today. Why? Because Luke chapter number 1 and verse number 37 says, Nothing is impossible with God. I, I don't know what you're going through today, but the Lord gave me this word to tell somebody today. Nothing's impossible to your situation. Nothing is impossible to your situation. You need to walk in life. You need to walk in truth. You need to walk in the power of the Holy Spirit and fire. Let the fire of the Holy Ghost. Why? Because the Bible says nothing is impossible. 
No thing is impossible for our God. God can turn it all around. All through one word. Come on, are you with me today? All in one word. You look like you need some points today. I'm going to give you three points. And I'm going to close it down with this. Hallelujah. There's nothing impossible with our God. I, I, I can't say that enough. It may look impossible in your own eyes, but the Lord's saying it's not impossible with me. Point number one. Trust believes God's promises will come to pass even when circumstances look impossible. Come on, I know this is a lot today, but I just feel like I need to give it to you. Trust believes. How many know we just got to trust the Lord? Not man. I'm talking about trusting in God. We've got to trust in the Lord. Trust believes God's promises will come to pass even when circumstances, even no matter what you're going through right now, seems impossible. It is not impossible with God. Nothing is impossible. Hallelujah. Number two. Faith makes things possible. Not necessarily easy. Faith makes things possible. Not necessarily easy. Why? Because we want everything written out for us. Come on, we want all the plans. We want everything that God has for us. We want it all written out. We want to see all the T's crossed, the I's dotted. We want to see all the plans that God... Uh, because we don't like to walk in faith. Because it's scary. Because we can't see it. Come on, are you with me? You can't see it. Kind of like you, you, you buy one of them boxes on Amazon and you have to put the stuff together and they don't put a picture on the front. <laughs> have you ever done that? I mean, for us men, that's difficult. <laughs> but we've got to see the full picture. Yeah, we don't use the instructions. Because we're men. She said, why not? I said, because we're men. <laughs> we don't use the instructions until our wives bring them to us. <laughs> And we're in a pinch. But have you ever got one of them boxes and they didn't have no pictures on it? I mean, I'm just like, I don't know how I'm going to put this thing together. I have to YouTube it. Call Tiffany, yeah. But we want to see the full picture. We want to see all that's on the what's in the box. We want to see it on the outside of the box. Instead of walking by faith and trusting God and His instructions... Come on, oh. Come on, I don't know. This, maybe this is for me and not you. We gotta, we gotta trust in his instructions. Hallelujah. Instructions. Basic instructions before leaving earth. We gotta trust his word. 
His word will tell you. Yeah, the doctor may have given you a bad report, but I'm going to give you a good report. Whose report are you going to believe? Are you going to believe the report of the doctor or the report of me? God says, by his stripes you was healed. That means past tense. That means it's already been a done deal. It's a done deal. Come on, tell your neighbor, it's a done deal. Just trust the process. Trust the instructions. When that box comes with no picture on the outside, you've got to trust the instructions. Pull them out. Read them. Don't skip one. See, I think that's our problem as Christians is we skip so much. Start reading the Bible. Whenever somebody gets saved, you know, I don't tell them to start in Genesis to read the Bible. I tell them, go straight to John. Go straight to John. Start reading John. John going to tell you the truth about Jesus. And that's what you need to know. Because the whole Word of God is all about Jesus. It all surrounds about Jesus. Hallelujah. It, it all surrounds about the Trinity of God. The Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. And, and, and I tell them, go straight to John. Because if you get in Genesis, by the time you get in Genesis, you'll jump into uh, Exodus and then... You'll get to numbers and go, whoa, what's going on? We've got to read the instructions. We've got to read the manual. We may not be able to see it on the outside of the box. But you know what's on the outside of the box? He's saying you're healed. Come on. There's healing for you. There's, there's healing not just for you, but for your family. Come on, there's healing for your family members. There's miracles for your family members. And they're right in here. All you got to do is grab a hold of the Word of God and get it on the inside. Get the instructions in you. Two times to read it. You guys ought to know that by now. Mama Par. When you feel like it. Yeah. When you feel like it and when you don't. Man. I, I read Psalms and Proverbs every single day. If you, we got a chart over here how to read Psalms and Proverbs in one month. I read it every single day. And there's days that I get up, I don't want to do it. Come on, I don't want to. I've told that to Iris. I don't want to. I don't want to go to my office and read. I, I, I don't want to. And she goes, "You better go in there and read." I don't want you to be a headache today. I want to go in there and read. Go in there and read and go in there and pray. There's two times to pray and two times to read your Bible. When you want to and when you don't. Read the basic instructions before leaving earth. You need to read the instructions. Read the manual. Come on, we need to read the manual. And when we do it, faith will come alive. Your faith... And God will come alive. You'll read Luke chapter 1 verse 37. Where it says nothing is impossible with God. I don't know about you but I'm excited because nothing's impossible with God. Hallelujah. I, nothing's impossible with God for our church. Been prophesied over this church, over this church for many years. 
that people are going to come from the north, south, east, and west. Hallelujah. Prophesied just, a, what, five weeks ago? That we're going to have five new families come into our church. Hallelujah. To God be the glory. Not that we're after numbers, it's after souls for the kingdom of God. And to help us advance the kingdom of God. There's going to be some that are already seasoned for this season. They're just going to be able to help. Hallelujah. Take God be the glory. Praise God. I'm glad for what God is about to do. All we have to do is have faith in Him. Hallelujah. Have faith. What is this church has always had faith in? That we're not going to be here for long. We're going to be in our new building. We're going to be in our new land. It's been declared over us for years. Yeah, we keep talking about it and talking about it, but get ready, it's about to happen. Come on, are you with me? It's about to happen. We're about to bust at the seams. Come on, you may not see it right now, but I'm telling you, I see it in the spiritual realm. And what God showed me in the spiritual realm, oh my Lord, if I could just tell you the dreams that I've had about this church. I'd tell you, but some of you would shake you up. Might scare you. Hallelujah. I'm, I'll just tell you one. I was dreaming. I woke up in a dream one night and somebody said in the congregation, the congregation was full. They said, Pastor, what do you want to see done in our church? I said, I want a worship team. This is what I said in my dream. I said, I want to see a worship team. I want to see a full worship team. And the moment I got that out of my mouth, people started coming off the, off the pew. Started filling this stage. And they started worshiping the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. I don't know where the bass person came from. But they must have went to their car and got a bass and started playing that bass. Man, did it sound good. And you know what it did? It brought glory and honor to the Father. Hallelujah. It hasn't happened yet, but you know what? God put it in me, and God says, get ready. It's about to happen. Come on, are you with me today? We're about to sh break the roof off this place, and God is about to take us to another level in Him. Hallelujah. They're not just going to do these new songs. They're going to do old songs too, coach. Hallelujah. You shouted louder at a OU game than that. <laughs> Ain't that right, Edie? our points again <laughs> point number three faith is the bridge to get you to where you're going hmm. faith is that bridge 
to get you to where you're going. We're getting ready to go somewhere, church. We're getting ready to go to another level in God. We're getting ready to go to a higher level in Him today. How many came with an expectation, God, let this be the day? Let this be the day. Thanks for listening. We hope you will stay connected by subscribing to our podcast and becoming a partner to our ministry. Go to BreakthroughEvangelism.com for our evangelism ministries and EpicenterChurchOK.com to connect with our church. Be sure to follow us on all our social media platforms. We want you to be blessed.